Welcome into this week's recruiting breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined by Justin Wells, both of Inside Texas and the On3 Network. Uh, Justin, um, big few days coming up for Texas football recruiting. On Thursday, July 20th at 1 p.m. East Coast time, uh, DeAndre Robinson, On3 four-star defensive lineman. DeAndre Robinson from Orlando Jones will announce his decision. That one's going to be Texas or Florida. Uh, we think Texas leads there. Uh, July 22nd, 4 p.m., Lancaster High School. Corian Gibson, four-star defensive back, uh, top 100 in the country, ranked prospect. That one's going to be Texas or Clemson. We're feeling pretty good about Texas' chances, too. Um, your overall thoughts headed into these two announcements before we get going on the some specifics. Yeah, with, with, with Robinson, well, first of all, both the, the thing they both have in common is they're both priorities. Yeah. DeAndre Robinson has made himself a priority. Since he came on campus in early in early 2000, uh, 2023, he has built nothing but great relationships with Bo Davis and the Texas staff, some of the players. There's that Orlando connection with C.J. Baxter and Peyton Kirkland, yeah. one, of your, one of your favorites. And so I, I think Texas has done everything they can to this point to let Robinson and his family know you are needed. We are moving to the SEC next year. We are trying to stockpile this defensive line. We've already got two. You would or you'd be three. Maybe the, maybe get one more to to, to call it a day. Um, but like you said, I piggybacked a lot of this off of what you've been covering with him. You know, Florida is just unrelenting. And regardless, you said it best in a percentages post that's going to be up before this thing airs. Um, you said it best when you talked about. Um, even if he commits to Texas on, on, on Thursday, Florida's not stopping. They're going to continue to push, and, and that seems to be their M.O. Yeah, and look, and Cedric Baxter ended up on campus at Florida State during the season last year, ended up signing with Texas. Uh, DeAndre Robinson lives an hour and something, an hour and 15, 20 minutes from the Florida campus. Even if he commits to Texas, he'll probably be on Florida's campus next year during the season. But these the Texas staff knows all this. Before we dive more into that, I want to take a second to uh, talk about our sponsor um, uh, of the recruiting breakdown. That is Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance. Thank you again to Goosehead Insurance for being uh, the sponsor of On Texas Football's recruiting breakdown. There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, flood, and umbrella policies. With rates continuing to be on the rise across the state of Texas, why not make one phone call and allow Chase to shop for you? Goosehead is the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Contact Chase and his team at chase.yarborough at goosehead.com or give him a call at 325-261-7127. Again, Chase Yarborough of Goosehead Insurance. Uh, thank you for being the sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown Weekly. Um yeah, and I want to say this about DeAndre before we get into Corey Gibson. I would say this about DeAndre, too. He's his own man. Like, being at Orlando Jones, talking to him multiple times, while his family's important to him, he's his own man. And that's, I think that's something to remember in this as this decision gets closer. Um, you know, I've talked about it before. He has a sister living in Arlington. He loves his sister. I don't think that matters but in his decision. He loves right. his mom who lives it's in It's a data point. Yeah, he loves his mom in Orlando. Uh, there are some kids that be like, "I'm staying close to mom." This isn't one of those kids. He's his own man. Um, he, he's made. He's he's carving his own path. Uh, I'll say that, and that doesn't mean he doesn't love his family. Uh, no. He does, 
but he's just he's different in the way he's going about this recruiting uh, process. I would say than a lot of kids we cover, and and we both I think like Texas over Florida right now. I feel good about my RPM. I posted on Inside Texas. I'm not changing it right now, and I don't plan to. Um, Corey Gibson, he's been fun because there's been different reporting on him in our industry and in, in the, with, with <laughs> and that always makes that always makes for fun recruitment. It does, doesn't it? It does. Because what it does is it makes you double check everything. Ooh, and triple check. Yeah. Quadruple check. But Justin, I feel like we feel good about where, where we stand on this. I mean, I, I I'm not I haven't changed my RPM. I haven't even looked at that RPM uh, with thoughts of changing it to this point. And I've been wrong in this business before, and I'll be wrong in the future at some point. Um, and we'll see what happens with Corey on Saturday. But I like Texas chances because it's Texas or Clemson. He's not going to Ohio State. You know, this this whole thing kind of shifted at Texas Relays. Or at, yeah, Texas Relays. This is how this is when it shifted because when we interviewed him, Joe Cook and I were there talking to him. Um, Joe had his highway patrol shades going strong. Uh Corey Gibson looked fantastic. And he said, you know what? I think I kind of know where I want to go. That's right. But he goes, I'm gonna take a few officials just to make sure. But it was at that point that we started thinking, all right. Because if you'll remember, Corian was one of those guys that wanted to go the distance early on in his recruitment. And then he turned, he did a complete turn. He said, you know what? I'm probably going to knock this out sometime in the summer. And this is going going along exactly the way he planned it. Went to Clemson. Uh, if he left a Clemson, if he didn't leave a Clemson Tiger, I felt like Texas had a good shot. Went to Ohio State, hung out with Kobe Black and Jordan Johnson Rebel. If he didn't leave Ohio State a Buckeye, I felt like Texas had a pretty good shot. And then he shows up to Texas in a family reunion, in their words. And so, I, I, you know, like you said, this market, it, it, not everybody agrees on the same thing. And that's the, that's the crazy thing with recruiting because it's never an absolute known. We can get as close as we can sometimes with these percentages, but you and I both know crazy yeah. things happen at the last hour. That being said, I'm con- I'm staying consistent in my concor- my Corey Gibson uh, you know predictions. I- I've all I've liked Texas since the um, you liked it a little bit before uh, his official visit. I joined the the crew after the official visit. Just talking to him, interacting with his mother, it felt like Texas has the lead right now. Things could change before now on Saturday, but in Corey and Gibson's recruitment. I don't think they will. I think he knows where he wants to go. I think he's known where he wants to go for three months. And I think the people that are recruiting him the hardest know that answer too. Yeah. You know, what's interesting to me is, is he's such an interesting recruitment because for the, uh, for the guys that we've made our careers in this, the data points point to Clemson. That That's the crazy thing about this recruitment, but we've already had one for Texas in this cycle that rarely happens a kid that decommits from Texas and commits back to the same school. Aaron. That's different. Yeah. That very rarely happens. Corey Gibson took three visits to Clemson over a two month period with his family. That's yeah. two unofficials with family members. All those data points point to Clemson in our business, but we're on the side of Texas. So maybe we're nuts or maybe we just are getting, maybe recruiting's changing a little bit from the way it always was. Um, that, that'll be interesting to see. But, J- Justin, staying on DBs, um, Kobe Black still scheduled to be at A&M for yeah. last weekend in July. Um, still scheduled to officially visit LSU the second week of September. Um, and, and possibly Alabama. Possibly Alabama. 
I just feel like this recruitment is the same as Colin Simmons. He's going to look around, and it's going to come down to schools close to home for him. And it's going to come down to the Texas, Texas A&M, LSU. Maybe Oregon's a sleeper. Maybe Alabama becomes a fourth team. But I just I feel like this is trending the same way that Colin Simmons' recruitment was always trending. And it's going to come down to the Texas versus a school close to home, whether that's LSU or A&M at the end of the day. I th- think you're right. And don't forget, you know, when I got to catch up with, with, with Keith Black, Kobe's dad the other day, he, he made a, an interesting point. He said, you know, I think I think my son knows where he wants to go. Yeah. Pretty sure he knows where he wants to go, but he wants to make sure. Yeah. And he had and, and, and with Kobe, he has approached this process with zero anxiety. Jerry, you and I see it all the time. These kids get lots of offers. They start stacking visits and all of a sudden they're trying to juggle all these relationships right. to, to get as much as they can when they need to really narrow it down day to day. And I feel like Kobe Black's got a great support system. You know, older brother played uh, Juco basketball. The next middle brother uh, was at Big 12 Media Days this week for Oklahoma State. He's, he's a starting corner out there. And then his dad obviously played at Kansas State under Bill Schneider and, and was close with Michael Bishop. He understands the process. He watched them do it. Keith even told me, you know, he hasn't leaned on us very much in this recruitment. He talks to his older brothers. They yeah. tell him, where, you know, find you a spot, find something that's relate, you know, a good relationship and and grow with it. And so I think Kobe, it, it's similar, like you said, with Colin. I think Kobe knows where he wants to go, but I think he wants to make sure. And and with these guys that are so highly rated, I don't blame them a bit. They held the card. They have the leverage. They have the leverage. Even more so, take as much time, use your leverage. That's the business is in because I promise you, these coaches use leverage over some of these players. That's why all these kids moving up timelines. They're they're leveraging. These colleges are leveraging their spots. You just nailed that. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And I think Kobe Black knows where he wants to go. But I also think he just wants to make sure. And I think since early 2023, since around February and March, when he made that first trip back for his junior day, I felt like Texas has been trending the in, in the right in the right direction. Yeah, and, and so I'll hit on Wardell Mack, and then we'll move on. Okay. Um, Wardell Mack will be at LSU next Friday, I guess it is. Not this Friday, following Friday, and then go to Florida for Saturday, Sunday. Um, that is interesting to me, and I think that was interesting to maybe Texas and Florida recruiting him because they didn't know if he was going to visit LSU that last weekend in July. I'd say that's a no, that's a big sign that this timeline is sped up for Wardell Mack is what that is. That means he is making a decision here in August um, before his senior season starts. I think if he had not visited LSU, that would have been a slower timeline. Does that mean he's going to LSU? It does not. But what it does mean is Wardell Mack is getting serious about making a decision, which his parents want him to do before the senior season. And we need to point out another reason these kids – or trending, they move off those trend lines or those timelines. It, it's the timelines. It's fun to talk about December, but when it gets down to it and you're sitting with your parents saying, hey, look, you need to be committed somewhere before your senior year in case you get hurt. Yeah. That's a big part of this as well. And the colleges understand that's what the parents want, so they use that as leverage. Let's be real. So I think Wardell Mack, is, he's going to play in the SEC just like Kobe Black's going to play in the SEC, just like Colin Simmons is going to play in the SEC. It's going to be Texas, Florida, or LSU. He has really good connections with Terry Joseph, who grew up a mile away um, and went to Shaw High School, which is a mile from John Errett High School. 
Um, as Wardell said, they played at the same playgrounds, which is crazy the same playgrounds exist. I'm not trying to make Terry Joseph 70 years old, but it's just kind of funny to hear that from a from somebody who has a 30-year difference in age. Use what you have. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and then, you know, Florida has Corey Raymond and Jabbar Jaloub. Florida has two really good guys from the state of Louisiana recruiting that state. They're factors. They're factors for Harlem. Barry Jabbar Jaloub is his uncle the 2025 running back. So Florida is going to be a factor in Louisiana, like Texas is going to be a factor in Louisiana. So it's just going to come down to, does Wardell really want to leave the state? Uh, he's a numbers buster for LSU. They've had DBs decommit, so it's not even a numbers buster situation anymore. So Wardell Mack, we'll see what happens here, but I expect an early August decision. Um, let's move on, Justin. I'll let you tackle it, and then we'll. Uh, I'll, I'll hit Brandon Baker. Let's hit the five stars. You hit Colin Simmons. I'll hit Brandon Baker. So, Colin Simmons, go. <laughs> yeah, um, status quo. Uh, Colin Simmons is going to keep things close to the vest, but at the same time, the beauty of this recruiting class, and many of them, but, yeah. but especially this one, is these guys are talking to each other a yeah. lot. Yeah. And you know how it goes. You know, Jeff Trailer told me one time, nothing keeps a recruiting class together more than when they interact with each other, yeah. either in person on social media, text messaging, calling, FaceTiming. The more they interact, the better. And I'm going to tell you, Colin Simmons interacts a lot with Texas football players and Texas recruits and targets. Yeah, no I think Texas remains in a great spot. You and I have a, a pretty pretty favorable percentage on where we think you know Texas chances are in our percentages post that's wildly known and, and, and wildly famous. Um, yeah, I, there's not a whole lot more to add. All I will say is, the narrative of him taking it December needs to go away because yeah. he's not going to do that. Right. Uh, I think I think he hit a wall at the end of June, uh, Jerry. I really do. I think I think that whole push to taking a visit every weekend and to make these trips. It's Miami, not Miami, Oregon. I mean, all the back and forth. It, it, it takes a toll. Kids don't get it until they go through it. Exactly. I even I remember asking about that. I was like, man, you've got to be burned out by this point. And it can be tiring and it can be anxiety driven and it can be pushed onto the family. And, and listen, nobody loves his mama like Colin Simmons, and he's going to do what's best for her and best for this family and especially what's best for Colin. And right now, all I think is Texas is in a supreme spot right now. I don't see that changing. He's supposed to be at Texas A&M hypothetically in late in late July. There's been some reports that he may or may not make that trip. I know you and I both heard that that, that he possibly could. Um, well, I, and I'll, I'll add, they're trying to get the if, if they make these visits in next weekend, they're trying to get the LSU and AM. Which again, Justin, that speeds up the timeline. Yes, yes, yes. It's that like give me that timeline. one more look because yep. I think I know where I want to go. And you That's said right. it earlier. It's similar to the Kobe Black. Yeah, that nails it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is if you're a Texas fan. You're like, oh, he might visit LSU and him. You want that to happen. He's move. He's speeding up his timeline. This is what, as a Texas fan, you want to see happen, because if he said, you know, I'll go to AM this last weekend in July, but you know, I'm keeping that November official visit to LSU and I'm taking it. Then Texas fans are like, oh golly, you want him to speed up his timeline. That's actually a good thing in these recruitments. Um, Absolutely, Brandon Baker. It's another guy who's moved off a fall, a late fall timeline. Um, he could commit, I think, at any time in August, September. Uh, he, he's scheduled to be at Oregon uh, the last weekend in July. Obviously, his brother played there. They've got a lot of connections there. 
Uh, conversations with Texas have gone very well for Brandon Baker. Um, and for Texas fans who haven't seen this show or aren't on Inside Texas, and you should be on both. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Um, there's some things going in Texas' favor. I haven't put in an RPM pick. Um, there's some things going in Texas' favor for Brandon Baker, and that is Christian Jones graduates at right tackle. That's very, that's very easy for Brandon Baker. He can see a path to the field early. That doesn't mean you're going to go in and beat out Cam Williams, but what Baker's going to see this year from Texas, they're actually going to play a rotation. Cam Williams is going to – he's not just going to be on special teams. He's going to play reps at tackle to get him ready. Yeah. Brandon Baker, if he comes in, will play reps as a freshman. That's going to, This is where Texas is – they're going to have a rotation on the offensive line this year because the talent dictates it. Um, so there's a path there. There's he's comfortable in Austin. If your only complaint about Austin and Texas is the heat, you're pretty comfortable in Austin because that's a complaint of everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're comfortable if that's all you got to go with. That's what we're um, griping about. You're in good yeah. shape. Hey, look, he's a distant relative of the Akanas. Both Akanas, volleyball and football, are having good experiences at Texas. Absolutely. It's easy travel from John Wayne County Airport to Austin. Much easier than Athens. That's why Georgia wasn't going to be the pick. That's I and I'm not ruling out Ohio State, but this is going to be Texas or Oregon as of today. Uh, and I think it's a 50-50 shot for Texas, and we'll we'll see what happens because he really does like Oregon and really did like them for so long. But the, the turnover in offensive line coach coaches there could be a factor as well as Texas is going to the SEC. He's visited two SEC schools. That's. To He's me, that's my one school. thing that I keep thinking about with Baker. It's like, wait a minute, that that's piqued his interest. Yeah, I mean, he's visited two SEC schools officially, and then he's visited Ohio State, and he never made an official to Oregon. So that's just kind of interesting there. Um, so we've hit on the five stars. Justin, let's go to move. Well, he is another five star, Ryan Wingo. Yeah. Um, he's maintaining, as you and I both said before you went up there, he's maintaining a December timeline. Um, that which that that'll make this recruitment fun, but that also means he's going to be on campuses this year again. Te Texas, Tennessee, maybe Georgia for sure, Missouri. But again, I know he visited Michigan, 
he's going to play in the SEC. I, it's obvious. He's take, he's going A&M next week, and he's making so many trips to the SEC. He's going to end up playing in the SEC. So the question is, who is Texas' main competition going to be? And I don't know if we can say that. We looked for it with Kobe Black, and it looked like LSU for a while. Who's Texas' main competition going to be? I think is the maybe the big question around his recruitment right now. Tennessee. That's kind of what listen, I said. Yeah. Listen, it, it's Tennessee, and I'll tell you why. Because just you know, just by talking to Ryan, I got to spend the entire day with him, which yeah. was absolutely it was so much fun. The guy works at the Boys and Girls Club in the morning. He he gets to play with kids that look up to him. Uh, you know, it, he's such a good, well-rounded guy. You know, his dad, I got to speak to him for an hour and a half. Him and, and Orlando Pace, Landon Pace's dad, they got a really good thing going in A. St. Louis. I'll say this, Tennessee has made the biggest impression. And I think just by the, the things he keeps saying, he's going to be watching wide receiver play very closely this year. And I think that's partly why he's wanting to extend his decision. On the other hand, he told me, you know, I can wake up tomorrow, know where I want to go, and make that phone call. Yeah. He goes, I, and, and, and his dad told me, look, when he makes more visits, there's not going to be anything else. And they want to make sure, and maybe that's why there's more of a, a longer timeline there. Tennessee is the guys they're battling right now. Look, Georgia made an impression, but I don't feel like they're really pushing like they could. Um you know, like you said, AM has been is on him hard and, and he feels like he owes AM a visit to at least go to College Station and, and check those schools out. Michigan, you mentioned he liked the tradition up there. He knows some of his friends. And then people kind of underestimate Missouri. I don't think he's going to Missouri, but there's a lot of ties to Missouri, not just his brother Raymond that played there. Right. He has a lot of like local friends that play yeah. up there. So there's a lot of familiarity, but he made this comment to me when I asked him about those schools. He said, you know. I'm more of a spread my wings and kind of go away guy. And right. I think I think Missouri fans are going to be incredibly disappointed in that, if it's anything according to my Twitter feed. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's Tennessee. It's Tennessee. And I think I even mentioned it in our percentages post this morning. Look, what happens with on three, five, five star uh, Mike Matthews in the next few days when he decides – that could be a direct indicator of what happens with Wingo because yeah. Matthews has been talking to Tennessee. They're in the mix. If Matthews goes to Tennessee, I think Texas is in the driver's seat seat for, for, for Ryan Wingo. But again, it could go the distance. He just wants to see wide receiver play. He wants to, he saw Jalen Hyatt last year, win the Blitnikoff. That's a big deal to him. I asked him point blank, what's the most important factor coming going to come down to? And he said, the wide receiver room how many targets these guys are getting and how many are they losing to the NFL? Yeah. Texas is losing potentially three or four next yeah. year. Yeah. I'm telling you the horns have done a great job in this recruitment. Chris Jackson coming to St. Louis and entire and hanging out the entire day at the school from the morning, eating breakfast from lunch, hanging out with students and teachers from the evening, watching practice, hanging out with coaches. Chris Jackson embraced it and Ryan Wingo loved it. Yeah, and look, I mean, Ryan Wingo has Steve Sarkeesian, Arch Manning, and Chris Jackson all on him. Arch. Arch is mentioned that. Listen, and you know what about room Arch? Goes, quarterback room ties in with the wide receiver targets and the wide receiver position. Directly. You know what he told me about Arch? I, I said, you know, what was the sell from him? And he said, you know what's funny? Arch didn't sell me anything. He said he just wanted to get to know me. And he goes, I kind of like that better. He yeah. just wanted to know. And he goes, I think Arch was kind of – you know, looking me up, like, are you going to be a fit here? He just wanted to kind of get to know his personality. Ryan really appreciated that. 
Yep, no doubt about it. No doubt. And by the way, for Texas fans, Arch Manning was Ryan Wingo's visit host. And uh, we've said this on the show. You don't have Arch Manning host a recruit unless, one, you feel like you have a real chance, and, two, you have a really good read on the recruitment. <laughs> so Steve Sarkeesian has a really good read on this recruitment, what's going to be important to Ryan Wingo. Um, Justin, uh, last thing we're going to hit on. We're going to hit on a little hoops, okay? We, we, at, yeah. It's recruiting time, July. Um, what's interesting to me is the Texas uh, – It by the way, IT, they call him IT Horton. Ithiel Horton is in Austin now. Chris Johnson's been working out for a week, and the early returns are, and this ties in the recruiting. Texas is very happy a week and a half with what they've seen from Chris Johnson. Uh, they, they think he's going to be a really good player. And, look, if that's easy to see. He was committed to Kansas. I've been to, I, um, I've been to TJ Ford Academy to watch him work out for two years. Uh, but they're very happy with what they've seen from Chris Johnson. Um, and Ithiel Horton, uh, he is on campus now. Um, Devin Pryor, who committed a couple weeks ago, is not expected on campus till August as a reclass from 24 to 23. So the Texas basketball rosters come together really well. Um, now it's on the 24 recruiting. Look, we're gonna, I'm going to run down a list of some guys I think will be official visitors this fall. Okay. Ray Johnson and his dad have told Texas they're coming back for an official visit. That'll be in September. And that, uh, that recruitment, in your opinion, is going to be a duration? Yeah, I don't know. I think I, – look, I, I think the colleges are deciding – you know, yes, it sounds great. It sounds great to sign Trey Johnson, but what are the chances he's really going to show up? I mean, so that's the tough thing there. Oh, uh, Texas just yeah. went through that. Texas just went through that. Baylor will sign Trey Johnson and not think twice about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, and I think Texas would sign Trey Johnson. Um, I do think he's a little different than Ron Holland and AJ Johnson's situations. His dad's a coach in Texas, but at the end of the day, I think in te inside Texas fans know where I come out on these guys too. Yeah. Um, Liam McNeely, I think still Texas or Indiana right now. Uh, he, 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 he can officially, he'll, he'll be on campus again. I don't think it'll be officially since he visited in April. He can't, um, but he'll be on campus again. Curtis Givens, the point guard out of Memphis, who's at Montverde Academy. Um, he's going to officially visit. I haven't set a date yet, but that one's interesting to me. That's a Frank Haith recruitment. Frank was at Memphis with Penny Hardaway last year. Uh, he he knows the Givens family. He knows the kids. So that the point guard out of Montverde, who's originally from Memphis, is expected to officially visit. I don't think the date's been locked in there yet, uh, but that's going to be Georgia Tech with Damon Stoudemire, Memphis with Penny Hardaway, UConn. I mean, that's it's a real recruitment, yeah. real competition there. Um, Nick Cody, the son of Nakia Cody, the former Baylor, Cleburne Baylor, and NFL safety. Nick Cody, Texas loves after the July live period. Like he's moved ahead of some guys ranked higher. Uh, Nick Cody will be back on campus for an official visit um, in September. The competition there is really Houston, Kansas, TCU, so it looks like he's staying closer to home. Uh, so he's very much in it uh, right now. And there's there's some other guys, Cam Scott, the point guard, shooting guard out of Lexington, South Carolina. It feels like it's going to come down to Texas and Bama. I think he'll be on campus again, uh, a top 25 kid in the country. Uh, so Texas basketball recruiting is rolling right now, Justin, and um, it, it's interesting. It's interesting how well they did putting the roster together. It requires patience, probably more patience for the Texas fans than actually staff because they're in the day to day of it. But well, kind of, I know you're not in it day to day. But what are kind of your thoughts on it? Uh, well, my first thought because we're both wanna... basketball guys. We had shoot around at Duncanville High with Colin Simmons watching when he was about 
15 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still have that picture, Colin. Uh, so just remember that. Coach Samuels made me give it to him. Um, you know, for me, I, I've been – people were so worried for about two weeks. Right after right after Rodney Terry had, had got that extension, removed the interim tag, became like the man officially, there was a few bad beats. The, the, Ron, Holland think, thing, the Ron Holland thing threw the Texas fans like for It did, it did. It, it threw the staff off. And, yeah. and so that one burned. And the other ones I equate to college basketball business as right. usual. But the Ron Holland, I've tried to explain to people, is just unbelievably talented, unbelievably stacked. And so um, I, I, I like how they put that roster together with a good mixture of portal. And he's still trying to recruit high school guys. So he's in that developmental part. Yes. But also my question to you is, I like the Cooper flag offer. Where oh, I love it. Stand on that because that it. kid is dynamite. Oh, he's he's tremendous. And for the, this one's different for me. For so for the fans, oh, we've been he'll never play college basketball. I I think there's a chance. Well, he's going to reclass the 2024 from 2025. And here's the key: I think he will play a year in college because he has a twin brother, and his twin brother's getting offers. I I expect Texas if they haven't offered him to offer him. He's six seven. He's a four year college player, so there's more than in from an NIL perspective than just Cooper Flag. It's a it, it, it's his brother too. It'd be a way to take care of his brother. They get a chance to play one year college ball together. Um, they both crush it on NIL. Ace stays in college for four years. Cooper moves on to the NBA. Um, obviously Duke is where people think Cooper flag ends up, but we'll see. I mean, this is, this is going to be a NIL recruitment in a big, big way, I believe, because he's going to command and in that he's going to command whatever, a lot of places, uh, but he's going to be different. He's going to be different because I think he's got a, the ability to make about as much off NIL as anybody not named Livy Dunn. So I, I, it's going to be an interesting recruitment. That's that's a pretty bold. That's pretty bold, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, look, Cooper Flag is, look, he's a he, he's a guy who's now a superstar on Instagram, YouTube, all these things that come with it. Yeah. So when he picks a school, that's just going to elevate his profile even that much more. When he announces, yeah. "I'm reclassifying, I'm going to college," boom. I mean, it's just going to keep going up from there. But Texas is all in on Cooper Flag, and we'll see what happens. I, I'll be surprised if he's not on campus. Nothing's been set up. But he doesn't talk to anybody about his recruitment. So it may oh, be – That makes where, it even more crazy. It makes it more crazy where he just shows up on a campus. But, again, uh, take a moment for our sponsor uh, of the On Texas Football Recruiting Breakdown. That is Chase Yarbrough of Goosehead Insurance. There are hundreds of insurance providers out there to choose from, but Chase and his team have vetted the very best. They select only insurance companies that deserve your business for home, auto, life, and umbrella policies with rates on the rise across the state of Texas, and they have been for a while. Why not make one phone call and allow Chase Yarbrough to shop for you? Uh, Goosehead's the largest independent brokerage in the state of Texas, bar none. Contact Chase at chase.yarbrough at goosehead.com or give him a call at 325-261-7127. Justin, before we get out of here, again, let's let's recap. Two decisions coming up. DeAndre Robinson, Orlando Jones, Thursday. Corey Gibson, Saturday, July 22nd. We're picking Texas on – I'm picking Texas on both. I think you are too. Yes, I am too. I, and, I'm, and I'm piggybacking off Robinson a lot with you, even though I got to talk to him a couple times. And then, yes, with Gibson, 
that's not changing. No. And so for the Texas fans out there, if Texas wins both of these recruitments, uh, they'll shoot up a little bit in the class rankings. I mean, they'll probably be inside the top 15 at that point. Um, So that move would continue. And then what I've been saying all along, Texas is going to sign their third straight top 10 class. Then it comes down to Colin Simmons, Kobe Black, Ryan Wingo, Brandon Baker. Dominic McKinley. Dominic McKinley is out there as well. Texas hits on three of those guys. It's a third straight top five class. If they hit on two of those guys, then they're probably going to be sitting around six to eight. So that's just kind of the breakdown of how these things work. Uh, but for Justin Wells, this is Jerry Hamilton. This, been, this has been this week's recruiting breakdown. We'll talk to you again next week.